Let's go watch it in 2D. No, let's go watch it in 3D. But if we watch it in 3D, then is it worth the cost? Hello, hello, hello. This is Adolf. I have with me Jake. Howdy. And today we're doing a new podcast about all the Disney movies that are being delayed because of coronavirus. Uh, Verity just reported yesterday, um, April 3rd, recording this on April 4th at 1.40 p.m. Central Standard Time. I'm going to have that caveat whenever we record these podcasts because it's just a whole lot easier to have that. Uh, things may have changed after we record and post this podcast. <sighs> We're trying to cover biz, uh, news as much as we can, but it is what it is. It's it's an on-moving moving target, you know? Right, Jake? Yep. Welcome to the uh, pajama apocalypse. All right. So let's get, get started here. Uh, Black Widow, um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe Black Widow prequel, was scheduled for May 1. Now is coming out on November. Um, specifically, November 6th. Uh, that's wishful thinking on Disney's part. Just saying. Yeah, all these dates can change and might change as well. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, consider all these dates are are as etched in stone as much as New Mutants is. It's uh, all these dates are are on etched in the sketch and they can be shaked up any minute. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of wishful thinking in Hollywood right now. All right, so Black Widow, um, and then this is going to push out the Eternals. So it's going to be a big train of things that get pushed. Uh, So Eternals used to have that spot. Now Eternals is going to get pushed back to February 12th, 2021. But then that pushes out Shang-Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings, which then gets pushed to May 7th, 2021. And Doctor Strange 2 is now November 5th, 2021. Thor Love and Thunder is now February 18th. Black Panther 2 is still scheduled for May 6th. Uh, Love and Thunder, uh, it's it's 2022. Yeah. And Black Panther is May 6th, 2022. And Captain Marvel is July 8th, 2022. Uh, so some of these 2022 dates are probably going to be replaced with the 2021 movies, maybe. Uh Unless they, unless we have a window between uh, waves of COVID nineteen that they can release movies in, because uh, the nineteen eighteen pandemic, the three lethal waves of it, there were breaks in between each wave, so life could go back to normal ish for a few months before everybody freaked out again and had to hunker down. So all this is, like you said, about the coronavirus, COVID-19, and all these dates are very aspirational and, you know, like you said before, not set in stone, set in edge sketch. So everything getting pushed back. Now, I don't remember having a date for Black Panther 2 or Captain Marvel 2 before this. Do you remember that or no? Nope. They weren't <laughs> announced. Yeah, so they buried the lead with this. And we knew about Thor, Love and Thunder, but I don't remember having a date for that either. <laughs> uh, not in stone. Uh, they still haven't officially announced uh, if Sam Raimi's doing Doctor Strange 2 or not. 
So, all right, one thing at a time. Let's start off with Black Widow. Uh, Jake, what are your thoughts on Black Widow being the only Marvel Cinematic Universe movie 2020 god winning? Oh, that'd be awesome. It has more of a chance of making a lot more money. It's just, it's so weird because this is a movie that people have been wanting for years and years. And, you know, now it's kind of too late. It's kind of, it feels like this should have been done after Iron Man 2, <laughs> not yeah. now. Mm-hmm. And we don't even know if there's going to be any movie theaters to open. I mean, I mean, the, the words on, uh, I mean, some of the business um, sites, they don't, things don't look good for some of the theater chains. Like AMC is not apparently going to come back, maybe, you know. Yeah, Regal, uh, it, nobody's talking about it, but Regal filed for bankruptcy just before this. So all those things are, you know, what theaters are going to be available to open them up, you know. And then all, it's all weird because also the different loans, quote-unquote, or bailouts from the stimulus that passed the U.S., how is that going to work? I don't, I don't know. That's a whole other economics and government podcast or two. And um, and, uh, and uh, since we're global, it's not going to affect what the U.S. does with stimulus isn't going to directly affect um, a lot of our uh, listeners. Uh, but some, uh, let's, let's hope your let's hope the your the your local theater chains uh, can come back from this. I mean, we've unfortunately in the U.S. most of the small theater chains no longer were showing movies in 3D. Because uh, when the market pretty much became just real 3D mostly in the theaters, uh, it was just AMC and uh, Regal that were playing them here. Yeah, it became harder and harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was one independent theater that was uh, the studio, uh, living room theaters, which I never go to because I don't have any parking. And they're 50 miles from me, so. So, um, we'll get to the 3D aspect of these movies next. But just, you know, one thing at a time here. Uh, Black Widow. Um, so, is is this, okay, one question one. Will this movie leak before it comes out? Yes or no? Oh, I would say there's a good chance. I think there's a good chance this is all getting leaked, unfortunately. Um, I mean, at, Disney and Marvel are amazing at this, but it's just a matter of time, you know, because it, it, the demand is there. So that's one thing. We both think it's probably going to leak before it comes out. But uh, but New Mutants hasn't leaked yet, so. Yeah. Um, is it going to be a big movie? Um, you know, outside of COVID-19, I don't think this was tracking very high. I think people like Black Widow a lot. And if this movie would have come out a long time ago, you know, 10 years ago, seven years ago, it would have done better. But now I feel like maybe, you know. And I don't know if people want to go back to the movie theaters. <sighs> and I think some of it, too, is just the simple fact that we know of her eventual how things work out with Endgame, Avengers Endgame. 
So, you know, it's another scenario. You said it before, it's like Solo. We know where this story eventually ends. So this prequel is might be interesting, it might be fun. It just it's one of those things where is are people really gonna care? And I, I think some of it too is I hate to say it, but the misogynist sexists of the world may be like, I don't wanna see another woman superhero movie and you know that they may not give it a chance. Um, it didn't stop Captain Marvel from being a hit, but it yeah, you know. it's a big hit. I mean, a uh, billion dollars is nothing to sneeze at. Uh, and there's also a lot of people they don't like Scarlett Johansson. They think she's abrasive, but they say the same stuff about hell. Just about any actress in Hollywood that will dare express a real opinion. So, but I really think the the big thing is. Uh, even before the theaters shut down, uh, when I was still going to, you know, taking my chances, you know, put my mask on and go to the theater and take my can of Lysol and spray down the seat because I knew damn well the local theater was not wiping seats down. Uh, I would be, there'd maybe be one or two other people in the theater and there were many screenings, I was literally the only person, and that was very rare before, but since but since uh, December, it was pretty common for me to be the, you know, even in, you know, times that would be busy, there weren't people. Like, when I went to see Bloodshot, there was hardly anybody there. It's it's just it's one of those movies that's gonna be really weird to to you know it's gonna be unfair to really see if it did well or did bad because expectations are so weird. I don't think it, even if somehow you know a miracle happens and COVID nineteen just evaporates off the earth and everyone that's sick is healed instantly, I don't think it's gonna make a billion dollars. <laughs> you know, so it just might be really rough going for any movies that come out. And Black Widow, I think, is, is I want to see it. I like Scarlett Johansson a lot. I am not sexist or, or whatever. I'm 100% fine with this movie existing. Um, so oh, I want to, oh, I want to see it a lot. And I want to see it in 3D. And I yeah. want to see it on the big screen. But that may not happen. Uh, I mean, we're go- we're 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 coming into a brand new world because of COVID nineteen. Uh, this is the biggest uh, pandemic in a hundred years, yeah. And uh, it's going to change. It's going to change the world like the nineteen eighteen uh, flu changed uh, the world. Yeah. So, I don't know if. Um, one, it, it was already done in 3D, right? So you did see a 3 trailer of this, right? Uh-huh. So that's not too worrisome. Um, the 3D is going to exist here, I think. Now, is it going to be, like, one theater showing it and, you know, and that's it? And then, oh, there's another thing we haven't talked about is real 3D does the 3D for these for most movies and they are also the major theaters would use the real 3d system for, for the glasses in the theater uh they're since movies aren't being made i don't see them uh, are they going to come out of this fine or 
or are they going to cease to exist? I mean, I haven't heard a word. Now, that's a good question. Uh, good idea, because I didn't think about that. But here in the U.S., we have a system where you can recycle your classes and, you know, you have a bin outside the, the specific cinema and you just throw it in there and they recycle it, quote unquote, or they wash mm-hmm. it. Now, now that's a whole different ball game. where I don't know if I would trust that. Okay, most of the classes, they didn't, what they would do, they didn't, they would recycle them, they wouldn't wash them. Yeah, that's what real I'm saying. Real 3D, they would scrap them and recycle them. Uh, there was a couple other systems that were used uh, that did uh, steam clean the glasses, but they had a lot heavier lenses. Uh, the real 3D glasses have like a little sheet of plastic on a plastic frame they don't hold up real well for repeat uh, uh, use because at one time I had hundreds of them and I've over the years have popped out the lenses and several of them cleaning them between uses now that so what I'm getting at Jake I think you're in agreement with me there might be a problem with germs and the glasses themselves you know Mm-hmm. And having enough quantities for people that do want to see it, you know, I'm assuming they have a warehouse full of these, but maybe they stop production. I don't know. Well, I'm just, uh, I'm just worried that uh, that they might decide that oh, we don't want. I mean, real 3D may not survive this shutdown because I mean, how can they convert movies if there's no movies being made? I mean, because because movie production has stopped. Yeah, um, I think I don't think real 3D does that that kind of thing. I think they help with the theaters themselves, but there's like individual. They do conversions. They do. Uh huh. Okay, I'm not 100 percent sure about that, but um, yeah, uh, I love uh, real. Yeah, I like real 3D. I've always because see my TV as old school LG uh, is uses the real system. So that's why I always went to go see real 3D movies because I could just take the glasses home and use them at home. Because I know there's different production houses that do 3D um, so for different companies. So it just depends. And we're talking passive. My system's passive, just like the movie theaters. Uh, I can remember at one time, didn't IMAX use um, active glasses at one time? I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, I don't really remember either because I didn't do much IMAX because because uh, I can I didn't feel like paying thirty five dollars to see a thirty minute three uh, D sh- uh, documentary about animals. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. So okay, uh, wrapping up with the uh, one this uh, Black Widow, you know, a lot of things are against it. I mean, it should be a great movie. I, I don't really expect this to be a bomb or anything, but yeah. it, it might end up being a bomb and not because of any fault of anyone. And, you know, a good spy thriller would be a fun thing to kind of escape to. But I guess, you know, we'll see in November if it comes out. But let's keep going to The Eternals. Now, this is pretty interesting, Jake. We have not seen anything about The Eternals um, at all, right? Yeah, all we've seen is uh, Camille Namjami's uh, results of his workout. 
so like I think we may, occasionally they've seen like some people's pictures like in costumes or something. Not really like, real costumes, but like you know clothes. Yeah, and this is one of um, Jack Kirby's, one of his more obscure creations for Marvel. I mean, there's, I mean, I'm like one of the few people I know that actually uh, read them. At, um, of course, I didn't start reading them until, oh, I would say 76, 77, that time, because I was kind of late to uh, Marvel books. Because uh, I grew up on a military base, and anybody who knows their history of Marvel knows that Athey's uh, shit-canned uh, all Marvel books because Stan Lee refused to change uh, discussing the Vietnam War in the books. Hmm. Yeah, they wanted Marvel to be like Gomer Pyle, just pretend the war wasn't happening, which is what DC did in their books. So going back to the Eternals, we haven't seen a teaser trailer. We haven't seen a poster. We really haven't seen anything. And even before the you know whole COVID nineteen pandemic, we it was pretty dark on that movie. Like we did not see anything. So that was really kind of concerning because we usually see a trailer or a teaser, you know, a year out. <laughs> yeah, we hadn't seen much of anything. I mean. We, I mean, we were just, there was so much speculation on who was playing who and who was the lead and how things fit together. And I think a lot of it is because is people are even less familiar with the Eternals than they were with Guardians of the Galaxy. That was my next po- talking point, that the Eternals are a real, one of the real gambles of Marvel um, because I don't know who they are. <laughs> I am pretty conflict nerd, you know, and I'm not sure about this one. This might be two out there. Um, you know, Marvel's formula is great, but it might still be. I'm getting a bad feeling about this. The same kind of bad feeling I got about Inhumans. <laughs> but uh, I've been hearing stories that it's based on Neil Gaiman's reboot, which is a lot more accessible, I think to modern audiences than Kirby's original run. So it's going to have all new characters, right? We don't know. We've never seen any of these characters on screen before. Like the only thing we may even, like they may even touch on like a baby Thanos, but that might not be until like the end or something. But everyone else might not be there. Uh, we don't know. We don't, we don't have any connection to any of these characters at all, right? Yeah, heck, we don't even know if Thanos will be in it. I mean, just because he's a, uh, an, etern- an eternal in the, comics doesn't mean he's going to be in the mcu yeah and i honestly don't think they probably should you know mention that because it it just will confuse people you know it's best just to move on um because i don't know when that's supposed to be set i'm assuming it's set in contemporary times but that doesn't mean anything to us but you know what i mean (laughs) well the eternals if they're gonna do the eternals you would have their story probably span over the centuries, especially with them adding the Black Knight character, because he's another obscure uh, Marvel character that whose character kind of there were various incarnations through history, you know, kind of like the Phantom, you know, the ghost who walks, you know, different people take up the mantle. Hmm. So that's going to be February 12th and uh, a Valentine's Day. <laughs> movie which 
yeah, you can go in the theaters and see it with your sweetheart while you're wearing uh, hazmat suits. Um, so then that pushed Shang Chai or Shang. How do you pronounce that, Jake? Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Which had that date before to May seventh. Now this one, you know, is going to be a fun kung fu martial arts kind of movie. But again, we haven't seen anything about this. So I mean, we know the actor. We know like it, it just like nothing. So a lot of this is really out there stuff. Dude, I'm just hoping. I mean. I want to see this so bad. I'm like going, do I have to row a boat across the Atlantic or the Pacific to go see this? I mean, I want to see this so bad on the big screen. Uh, just the thought of uh, Tony Lung Chu Wei in a um, Marvel movie is just so exciting. Now, I mean, watch this man read a phone book. Now, I'm assuming that Black Widow is essentially done. Oh, I'm sure it's ready to go. Yeah. They might be touching up um, CG work here and there, but... They would be smart to take advantage of this downtime. So, now, The Eternals, I don't know if that got stopped in production. I don't... We, everything got stopped in in uh, Hollywood. Oh, all filming stopped. Now, the thing is, the sec certain st things can be done on somebody's computer in their, uh, in their home. Yeah. That kind of stuff is still going on. You know, some stuff can be done at home, you know, editing, um, you know, some of the special effects and stuff could be done. But like, you know, shooting with the actors, that's not happening. So as the February 12th, you know, 2021, is that date just a placeholder date because they assume production is going to come back up? Or do they have that product, you know, uh, production done? Or, uh, or are they going to try to with green screen and zoom. Ugh. <laughs> just CGI all the characters and <laughs> make it animated movies instead. <sighs> but um, so yeah, Shang-Chi, I mean, I think that was really going to have a lot of hype around it. You know, the first Marvel Kung Fu martial arts movie. Um, and yeah, they shut down pretty early cause they had, uh, some COVID cases on their set. So we don't know if how far in production they are, if that, you know, is just to have, you know, a lot of movie studios behind the scenes, they don't really, I mean, if it's far out, like a year out, they plant the flag down and say, this is going to be our date. So that way other studios can either decide to move their date or to keep it, you know, because you, obviously you don't want a situation where, you know, three major movies come out the same weekend and then they get split up three different ways or four different ways, you know. Oh, and then there's all the wild rumors and who knows how wild they actually are because um, that uh, Apple's considering buying uh, Disney. They do have the cash flow to do it. So, well, that's a whole other topic, but... Just saying, yeah, and, you know, uh, and it's 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 just guys are speculating. There's been no offer. It's just a lot of business suits. Uh, yeah, they're fanboys, too, and they like to speculate. Uh, they speculate more about mergers and buyouts than they do about who would win a fight. You know, it's weird. But hey, so these dates are mostly to plant a flag and say, this is my date. This is my weekend. This is my week. Get out of the way, you know, 
And that's, they don't know, I don't think most of them know a production will be done by then. I mean, I'm guessing the CEO of Disney knows, or Marvel, but I mean, they're not going to tell us. That's, you know. Look, they're just trying to move forward the best they can. Uh, They're trying to keep their stock from plummeting, and they're not getting much help from the federal government. So, now Doctor Strange 2 is November 5th, 2021, which I don't remember when the last date for that movie was before this, but I'm, I was totally fine with Doctor Strange always being a fall movie, you know? There really hadn't been an, a date announced officially, and a lot of that was th- – and they and they postponed even announcing anything because uh, Scott Derrickson uh, chose to leave. Uh, and if you want to know more about that, you can go look up his uh, account on Twitter. He has offhandedly made some remarks that you can inf- – from them you can infer why he left. Uh, since it's his stuff, I'm not going to repeat it. Go look it up, and you can t- draw your own conclusions. So going back on there, um, it's just a matter of, of – okay, so – What's going to happen with the TV shows? Because all the Disney Plus TV shows connected to this. Because we were supposed to have WandaVerse. And then WandaVerse connects to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Insanity. Or what is it called again? Doctor Strange 2, whatever. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So those shows got stopped production too. I don't know if those are done filming or, or if they're wrapping up. Or if they wrapped up beforehand and just doing special effects now, you know, were those TV shows that come out the week before the movie comes out? Because if they connect, people might get confused, you know. So that's weird there. <sighs> it's, just, it's such a hard thing to talk about because we don't know everything going on. <laughs> and then Black Panther 2, which, I mean, I assumed was happening. Now it's 2022. Um, I don't know what that's going to be about um we haven't had any kind of inkling on you know we knew that it was existing but we didn't know that that was going to be um coming and i don't know what villains black panther really usually goes against or anything i mean may 6 is a good time frame so yeah well we we don't have look like i said before this is wishful thinking on their part uh, they're they're planting flags. They're they're trying to show that they're still viable and they're still yeah. Don't pay that. We'll get through this. I mean, they're doing the things multinationals try to do in times of adversity. I mean, Disney just furloughed their employees. Yeah. Um, of course, to be fair, Iger did take a hundred percent pay cut, and the new guy took a fifty percent pay cut, which Hey, it his this is his first time getting the super big checks, so he probably needs some bank. So, but they were paying people for a while. Uh, they're about to stop. Um, do you know who Black Panther villains are, or, or do you have any ones that? Yeah, catch- we've seen we've seen most of them, and several of them have been turned into good guys. Because some of Black Panther's uh, cast of characters are pretty damn racist by today's standards. Well, they were racist back then, but they tolerated it more. <laughs> yeah, like 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 the like Manape. Ugh, 
but he's been turned into one of the coolest characters in the in the background of a uh, Black Panther. Uh, Claw was the big one. Uh, he's he's dead. dead. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, um, I like this idea. We haven't, ha- you know, it's a rumor and it's like speculation and it's you know theory. But I I really like the idea of having the submariner be the villain. Submariner. Yeah. Um, they kind of hinted that in Avengers Endgame that there is an underwater earthquake. Yeah, Atlantis. So that could be totally cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I love Namor. Uh, I know his rights have been at Universal forever. Uh, so either Marvel got him back or Universal and Disney cut a deal. Uh, which is prob- which could be possible. Uh, but uh, I, at this point in the Marvel Universe, using Namor as a villain would be a good idea. Because he's always been more or less an anti-hero. Now, it's interesting because Namor was first, and then Aquaman came. And Aquaman became, I think, a lot more popular, a lot more well-known. And then, um, am I wrong? Or, or? No, um Namor was just one of these great characters, and uh, but his cre—he was such a singular vision of his creator, Bill Everett. Nobody's really done the character justice, really, other than his creator. I mean, there have been some decent stories, but there hasn't been anything as wonderful as Bill Everett's take on his creation. Now, I also like the idea of Doctor Doom being introduced, and maybe this could be like the first failure of him is to try and take over Wakanda, and that way he could introduce you know this fantastic character that has not been um, really done yet because Fantastic Four and Fox, but now that they have it. You know, Doctor Doom has always had really bad roles in movies. Um, Mm-hmm. Oh God! Don't even get me started. Uh, Doom is such a great character, but so far his appearances on the screen have been awful. Uh, I was hoping they were gonna introduce Doom in uh, Ant Man three, because I I thought it would have been hilarious if Hank Pym and um, Victor Von Doom were college buddies or something. Or rival scientists. That would be hysterical. Or they, that's the only scientist that Hank Pym gets along with. Everybody else in the world. But Doom. Doom likes him. That would be hysterical. You did mention the MN3. Now, I don't know if you knew about this news. It also came out yesterday, April 3rd, uh, that Payne Reed is back as director. And the writer, Jeff Loveness, and co-producer of Rick and Morty is going to be doing the script for it. Ah, awesome news. So that's finally been confirmed. I've been hearing uh, rumors. I hadn't didn't know it was confirmed yet. Um, uh, okay, it's from Hollywood Reporter, so that is exclusive. And they're pretty legit. They did kind of say that it's you know reported, but not publicly announced yet. So that's the difference, you know. But I would absolutely trust Hollywood Reporter <laughs> over some blog, you know, like us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so I would us because we don't quote those blogs. We we stick with the legit news. Yeah. We I'm don't. Kinda... Uh, we don't go with some angry man on the microphone 
who's trying to be the comic book version of Alex Jones. Um, Rick and Morty, I, I, you know, I know that a lot of people hate the fans, but I do love that show. I think it's hilarious, and I think it's a great successor to Futurama for me. I love it. I love Rick and Morty, so I don't love the fans, <laughs> but no, I just don't like the fans who were too stupid to make their own Szechuan sauce. So, um, yeah, Ant Man three, it. I'm like going Szechuan sauce is almost as easy to make. Is Rice Krispie treats. <laughs> so they must be starving in the apocalypse. I mean, they must be starving to death. I mean, really, you freak out because McDonald's doesn't have enough Szechuan sauce for you. Did McDonald's say they're going to do that for Mulan when it comes out, or no? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Don't care, because like I said, I can make my own Szechuan sauce. I can make it several heck I even I even have uh apocalyptic versions of it that you could just mix pre-made stuff together and have a uh, but this is a 3D movie show this is not Jake's uh cooking for the apocalypse so so that's another podcast <laughs> <laughs> for Patreon yeah. on the course <laughs> yeah <laughs> Now, we have no idea when Ant-Man 3 is supposed to be coming out or what the plot of that is because um, they kind of wrapped up things pretty nicely in Ant-Man 2, <laughs> Ant-Man and the yeah. Wasp. So I guess the ghosts could be something there. I don't know. I, I don't even the script has been written at this point. So uh, it's it's nice to it's nice to see that Michael Douglas pushing – for it and then opening his big mouth uh, uh spilling spilling beans about it worked of course uh so because at one time there were rumors going around that it was gonna they were gonna move it to disney plus and make it a disney plus show all right so let's keep going here um so black panther 2 um it's still make my you know 2022 feels like forever from now so is Ryan Coogler still directing? The Verity article, I don't see it anywhere. But um, let's just keep going. We got a lot of other stuff to talk about with this. So, um, all right, Thor, Lord and Love, and Thunder. Um, we I don't remember getting a date for that either. Just like soon. So, like I said, they buried the lead in this story. Yeah, because there hadn't been a date. Now this is the first uh, the female Thor. Uh, I, I don't know if it's a reboot or how they're going to handle that. Um, you know, they have to talk about it. Is this like a transition thing where Thor is in this movie and then hands the reins over to, you know? <sighs> I imagine, uh, and you notice they didn't have any announcements for whenever the next Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, James Gunn's pretty much said that uh, I think I think he said, don't quote me, I'm not 100% sure, and I'm not going to go dig it around Twitter to find out right now. But I think they've got filming wrapped uh, for Suicide Squad, and he's uh, and they're just able to work on it from their homes. Yeah, I think you're right, but I'm not 100% sure on that one either. And I haven't heard of a date from uh, Warner Brothers on that. Yeah. Uh, 
we'll see how that works out. And then Captain Marvel 2, that would be interesting as a almost July 4th, July 8th, 2022. Um, I don't know Captain Marvel's villains, um, but I, I do hope this is a, a makes it for contemporary and we know what's going on because, you know, she's such a cosmic character, you know, so powerful. We have to figure out, you know, I think we just then needs to be more about who she is now and what she's been doing since Endgame. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, we haven't heard anything about it other than it was happening. Well, duh. The minute it hit a billion, you knew that was happening. They didn't have to say anything. You knew it was getting a sequel. Um, I mean, I am assuming it's going to be set a uh, post end game that it's not going to be another period to peace. Uh, and it's not going to be mostly about uh, Nick Fury and S.H.I.E.L.D. as opposed to being <laughs> about her. Yeah, uh, that's ultimately a, a good thing because I, I, read, I did like uh, Captain Marvel movie, but I did feel like Nick S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, was S.H.I.E.L.D. and Nick Fury were a big part of that movie, bigger than I thought it was going to be. So, Yeah, yeah, I was like going, damn, I really want a Nick Fury movie. A young Nick Fury movie at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so let's keep going here. That's uh, basically it um, for Marvel Cinematic Universe news. Because, you know, Disney does own that. So let's keep going. Soul. Disney's Pixar Soul is still apparently going to be the same time. Which has not, I'm surprised that hasn't, happened, that hasn't been pushed yet. But it's still apparently coming out the same time. As it was before. Oh, it's determined to make my prediction that it's going to win the Academy Award for Best Animated Movie and the Oscars in 2020 come true. <laughs> so, Soul is, is apparently now, I, I don't, the only, uh, one of the only 3D movies coming out this year? <laughs> I don't yeah. know. <laughs> The only um, Soul is the only one coming out this summer, besides uh, SpongeBob. Soul coming out on June nineteenth. So, um, I guess uh, some states have let have have let the have, are letting drive-ins stay open. So maybe. And why they didn't do that in this state? Because you're perfectly safe inside your car with the windows rolled up. So, yeah, Soul is apparently still coming out June 19th. That's probably going to change. Um, but yeah. we, we uh. did, <laughs> Mulan did get officially changed. Mulan is now July 24th this year, 2020. Yeah, that's changing. So um, that's going to be interesting to see if that sticks. I, I, you know, that's that was supposed to come out last week. Even I would keep an eye on uh, the news about Chinese theaters because they were about to open and then they closed them again. Well, they didn't reopen them, actually. Uh, so I would keep an eye on the news about uh, what China's going to do with the theaters because I think that's what Disney's waiting to find out because that's where they see the big money for that movie is coming out of mainland China. So uh, Jungle Cruise, which used used to have July um, by itself or July end of July, now is delayed an entire year to July 29th, twenty twenty 
one. Judge twentieth. Sorry. Yeah, that's a smart assumption to make because um, as much as some guys are thinking this could go two years, there have been some other pandemics that have been shortened considerably by because of modern medicine. So there is a chance we might be able to go back to somewhat normalcy next year. We'll see. So just because I bungled that, um, let me say it again. Jungle Cruise is now coming out July 20th, 2021. And that pushes Indiana Jones 5, which was supposed to come out at that time, which is now apparently going to come out 2022, which, oh my God. <laughs> just leave that alone. <laughs> uh I don't even think they filmed that. Yeah, and Harrison Ford is still supposed to play Dana Jones, which is ridiculous. I mean, it was ridiculous the last movie, The Crystal Skull. I kind of like that movie. I know it's dumb, but I thought it was fun. Um, but it was ridiculous then, and now in two in two years from now, it's, he's going to be like 95 years old or something. Yeah, I mean, he's older than Sean Connery <laughs> when he played his dad. Um, if they want to reboot Indiana Jones, that's fine too. <laughs> I'm okay with that, really. It's fine. You don't have to have Harrison Ford come back. They are, uh, because at because the actor they chose to take over was River Phoenix, and when he died, I think they've kind of decided that the character is going to kind of go away with Harrison Ford. I mean, I I would do that because. Look at how Solo did recasting. He's just one of those actors people won't accept a character. I mean, the only character I think uh, film audiences have ever accepted being recast that Harrison Ford played was Jack Ryan. Um, so Harrison Ford is actually 77. In two years, he'll be <sighs> a 79, not 90. But that's still, he's a rough 77. So quit making jokes about Corona being boomer remover because he's a boomer. So that's proof positive that all boomers aren't evil. Um, but, I mean, he, he looks old and he looks ready to retire from films. Um, I mean, I love Harrison Ford. Don't get me wrong. I love him. I think he's a great actor. Harrison Ford looked like he was bored with making movies and when he did Star Wars. Yeah. Um, <laughs> has, here's a, here's an idea, Jake. How about you recast Harrison uh, Harrison Ford, um, and make Indiana Jones, um, make Aldrin Endrich play him. You know Han Solo. Just have him reprise every single Han <laughs> role from Harrison Ford. <laughs> he did uh you know Solo before. Now he could do the new version of uh, Indiana Jones. I just think Hollywood is waiting for to digitally re recreate actors. So they're going to take all the most popular actors and they're going to digitally recreate them and cast them and everything. Uh, speaking of that, have we heard anything more about that idiotic Vietnam War movie that they're going to cat? They're going to digitally recreate James Dean. Oh, I don't know about that. Or I thought Charlotte Buff was supposed to be the new Indiana Jones because he that's how they hinted the last movie, Crystal Skull, right? That he's the son or something, right? I don't know. All I know is there was such a blowback for him being cast in that. 
So, yeah, I don't know if Indiana Jones is still really going to have to happen. I don't know if they started filming that at all. Um, but apparently it's going to you know, be coming out July 29th. Yeah, it's uh, right now it's uh, wishful thinking. And heck, you would think after Harrison Ford nearly died on the last set of Star Wars, because when he had that major leg break and it was really bad, uh, that he would want to stay off film sets even more than he did before. Yeah, so who knows? It's supposed to be a 2022 release. I, I don't know if that's going to happen anymore at all. Uh, I think we'll see New Mutants before we see that. All right, you want to talk about that New Mutants since we don't have a release date for that yet? Yeah, guess what? New Mutants' date has changed again. It's delayed again, and this is like the 10th time. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, uh, I guess file it with Gambit, <laughs> which never even got. I don't even think they even got a script for Gambit. I think they may have gotten the script, but they didn't actually like film any of it. So that's that's why it never got anywhere. But the this movie's done. It basically is ready to go, but just didn't get released. So yeah, it's been ready to go for uh, years. Well, I mean, there's entertainment shows waiting to. Renders a filmed thing, waiting for the embargo to lift so they can air their on-set visits. Because, like, they changed the whole movie, and, you know, apparently, I think an executive saw the new take, and they're like, they're fine with it. Um, but this movie is, is just released it on Hulu. I said it a hundred times already. Just release it on Hulu and move on. <laughs> if you want to have it be a Halloween release and just fine whatever it's not part of the mcu it's a hulu exclusive put it on, on halloween you know a week or two before halloween and you're done and you know that's probably fine so let's keep going here um artemis foul now this movie i wasn't sure if it was 3d or not because i could have swore that the first trailer said it but then the second trailer yeah, did it. it was the first i saw a 3d trailer for this it was originally going to be 3D, then it gets pulled, now it gets pulled again, and then the then the, the new trailers, there was no mention of 3D, and I never saw a 3D trailer for the... And then, now it looks like it's going to Disney+. Plus. Yep, it's going to premiere on Disney+, Plus on May 29th, which is fine. I, I was kind of interested in this movie, but not, like, super interested in it, so... Um... It's fine that uh, it's... I would say between this and Trolls Two, it just shows that 3D is really getting kicked to the curb. So yeah, that's all the Disney delays for because of the coronavirus, the COVID nineteen. Um, you know, production is stopped on all these movies. So post production, it's just it's a mess, and uh, these are just kind of. Uh, placeholder times, you know, and then, okay, we, we need to talk about the 3D aspect. So finishing up these movies is the first priority because they want to get these out. Now, two is 3D. Are they going to have time to convert it where they have extra time to convert it and make it all oh, amazing looking in 3D? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, or are they going to, I mean, 3D is something somebody can do in their home. Well, in theory, yeah, if they have a really super computer at home, but <laughs> um, 
Yeah, or one person in a hazmat suit could sit there and supervise it. It doesn't need an office full of people side by side breathing on each other to do it. It could be something like, you know, a working from home and people that have Mac Pros, you know, that are, you know, super fast and they could work, you know, they have clouds working. And probably several computers would work on different segments of the movie. Somebody's not going to put the whole two hour movie in their computer and push a button and go convert. You know, it's more complicated than that. I could see. Somebody, I could see somebody working on five minutes at a time. So, yeah, it could take weeks. It, it might be, might is a key word, a good sign. You know, maybe the Eternals will have a fantastic conversion. I don't know. It, it could be they just decide we're going to, we're just going to jettison 3D. Because, I mean, we don't even know if Regal or AMC, if they're going to reopen. But, you know, we're not talking when. We don't even know if. I mean, we may, all, all of a sudden, the world may said, you know, it's just not worth it. Uh, we didn't like going to the movies before because it was expensive. Uh, the theaters are dirty. The, the presentation's not that great always. Concessions are super expensive. And it's, it's sad because I do like going to the movies. I do like that experience, even if it is expensive. And I do have, you know. In theory, but like you've heard me on this podcast rant and rave about my theater. I mean, they forget to turn the 3D on. They can't focus. I mean, geez, they hit a button for to autofocus. They don't have to uh, do it by hand. They don't even have to thread a projector. I mean, it's a platter now. They just it's it's, it's as easy as putting in a uh, Blu-ray in a Blu-ray player. Um, I don't know if it's that easy, but I I do agree that it's fair a lot easier than it was back fifty years ago when they had the projector and and yeah, it is it is so it is so much easier now. Because, I mean, because not only do you, you thread the film, you got to run it through the projector, but you also got to get the, the, you know, there's a strip for the sound. And you got to thread it through the Dolby and all that. Oh, God, it's a pain. And then then you got to use the lubrication to make sure you don't scratch the print. It's always good to use lubrication, Jake. Always good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then, uh, and then focusing can be a pain in the ass because it was wasn't auto. You had to do it by hand. Yeah, make sure you're focused, but when you're doing it by hand and using plenty of lubrication. <laughs> <laughs> so now are we going to start talking about glory halls? Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. That sounds like a good wrap to the podcast. You're not talking about sex. <laughs> so, um, kind of, well, I guess it is now that kind of podcast. So, okay. Your point being, Jake, that it's widely inconsistent what your movie-going experience will be. Is that your summary? Yeah. And it's easier for movie studios or movie theaters than it was in the past. So it, it's more frustrating when you do have a widely inconsistent um, experience from, and then, you know, sometimes you may have a fantastic experience 
and sometimes you may have a crappy experience and you don't know if that crappy experience is because the people that did the 3D were lazy or if the theater didn't have the right equipment to make the 3D great. Um, you don't know. And you don't know. Mm-hmm. If, I don't know if any of these movies will get 3D release. Period. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then there's another little thing that nobody's talking about and everybody seemed to forget. Uh, the, in the U.S., the Department of Justice uh, wants to overturn uh, the Paramount decreed. That was the law that's, that broke up the monopoly of the studios owning the movie theaters. Hmm. So with the, the sad shape that the theaters are in, I could see the studios jumping in and buying them uh, for pennies on the dollar. That's interesting. Yeah, that could be a, a scenario where Disney says, screw this, we'll buy Regal. <laughs> you know, um, and they can go, oh, and by the way, you want to see any of our movies? You can only see them at Regal. Yeah. That's what would happen. And it's like, oh, and uh, the first two weeks, the uh, ticket prices will be $20. <laughs> Which would be terrible, but yeah. And that's 2D only, by the way. <laughs> 3D is 50. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then Disney Plus a year later. <laughs> so th- that might actually, you know, we're kind of laughing and joking, but that's not completely unfeasible. Oh, this is basically what they did. That there was a reason why the government of the United States stepped in and broke it up because they would do things like this. Uh, only let the theaters they own show certain movies. Other theaters, chains that they didn't own, they would strong arm them. Uh, you want the number one movie of the year? Fine. You're going to give us 80% of the box office and you're going to show these six other turkeys that we don't want to show in our theater. Yeah, and they could be, all right, fine. You'll have other movies, but those movies get horrible times and days that no one really wants to go to. You know, no one's going to go see Trolls World Tour at 2.45 a.m., <laughs> you know, on a Wednesday. I believe the theaters had a fit about Trolls 2 going uh, to... Um, Digital, oh, yeah. Uh, going to band before the theaters. Uh, dude, the studios landed on a hand grenade for you. Uh, I don't have to see Trolls 2 to know that ain't going to make a whole lot of bank. I saw the first one. I can't believe they made a second one. So, okay, just to wrap up, you know, let's, let's try to wrap up again. The, the idea that the the theater chains may go bankrupt before um, is before the end of this pandemic is actually very plausible. And then the idea that these big companies like Universal or Disney may buy up these, you know, now dead, defunct um, cinema chains is also plausible. And it all may be all weird and outside the U.S. too, because, you know, I don't know what rules govern other parts of the Europe or or China or whatever, but it's all going to be really hairy and really confusing. And just as, just watch, Shake. Five minutes after I post this podcast, we'll get a new change. Mm-hmm. Of course. And then five minutes after this drops, 
it'll change again. And then we'll come back and do yet another update in our undisclosed bunkers. So it's it's all a matter of, we don't know, one, if any of these movies will get 3D release anymore. I assume at least Black Widow, because they already did that, that's already done, you know, but the rest may not. Um, if they do get it, you know, we don't know if they ever will get a 3D Blu-ray release. And of course, Disney Plus does not have 3D option. So you may never see it at home in 3D if they don't get a 3D Blu-ray. And then 3D Blu-rays, you know, are becoming harder and harder to buy and find. So God knows if they ever come out. So several 3D Blu-rays I had on pre-order, I've been told are delayed very long time because um, the the priority is to ship out uh, toilet paper and hand sanitizer and medical equipment. So it's all really up in the air, and we're trying to give you entertainment here. We're trying to cover the news here, and it's just a moving target, and we don't really know. I mean, all these dates are going to change probably, and we don't know if they're going to be 3D. We don't know if if any of these movies get just canned. You know, Artemis Fowl just going directly to to Disney+. Plus. Some of these may end up going there, you know, and just move on, and that's it, you know. But they don't want to do that. Some of these may never get filmed. And, you know, some of these, like you're right, may never get filmed. And, you know, people think, oh, you know, the movie theaters are just evil. Well, okay, some of it is true. I won't deny that. But I will say this. The movie theaters don't make that much money off of actual the films, they make money off the concessions. That's why popcorn is $7 for a small or whatever, you know, because that's where they make money. They don't make money on you going to go see Onward or whatever, you know. It, that's where the, the money maker is the concessions, is the soda that costs $4, no refills or whatever, you know. That's where they make the money. And right now, since they're closed and not opening back up, they're not getting any revenue in theory, they should have had a emergency fund and to, you know, but most places aren't. Some theaters I saw on Twitter are, you know, send popcorn to help pay for staffers because, you know, the owners feel bad. Those are the small mom and pop places. But, you know, it's, it's just oh, a some mess. Some of these theaters, I joke, they should sell their toilet paper. <laughs> and, you know, you talked about this before. Um I'm okay with the idea of drive-in theater coming back. That would be, IMAX could make so much money on that because, I, you know, having a, you would want a huge screen because you're going to be in your car. So having the IMAX drive-in would be awesome. And that might be a way that, you know, a whole family could watch a movie. And, you know, I don't know how the windshield is going to make things weird for 3D, if that's going to be possible, but... You know, we may see a big... Uh, they couldn't probably do th- work 3D in uh, because the glass... Yeah, the windshield. Interfere uh, yeah, the windshield would definitely interfere. So I don't know how that... And then if there's, like, you know, good spots to park that are not going to be good. and that's. But you may have to have drive-in theaters take over for a little while. That way, you know, that might be something that, you know, drive-in theaters were basically extinct except for like one or two here and there, you know, so maybe, maybe that's how you watch some of these movies and go to a drive-in. <laughs> yeah, if you live somewhere where drive-ins are still open, uh, I would recommend going. Uh, drive-in theaters are a lot of fun. 
uh, I mean, it won't be as much fun because probably the concession stand uh, may or may not be open. Uh, what I would do is if they if there's one open in your area, try to call them or email them or text them or contact them if they've got a Twitter account or an Instagram account. You know, ask them because, you know, yeah, I mean, here I can't believe they shut them down. Over here, the, um, I saw that they're open, but a lot of the drive-ins near me show really old movies, and it's like, well, I'm not going to drive 30 minutes to watch the Italian job, or, you know, <laughs> it, it seems well, like... The, Italian job, the original Italian job is worth it. Well, The, the remake? The, yeah, the remake. The remake, not so much. I mean, I like the remake. Yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong. It just, to me, it doesn't need a humongous screen to enjoy it. Now, the original, I enjoy it on a small screen, too, but it's worth seeing on a big screen. It's worth going out of your way. So, yeah, the last time I went to a uh, uh, drive-in was a couple of years ago, and we had, like, uh, a double feature of Ghostbusters and the original Adams Family, the 1991 or 1990, whatever, and the way it worked was that it just plugged into your stereo. You know, you had to go to a specific channel on your stereo, the, the radio stereo, and you could go get food. But it's, the concession stand was basically a, you know, tractor trailer kind of thing. You just walk up to it and then they have four options, you know, a food truck, basically. And then you go back to your car and, you know, you pay before you get in and, People scan your your receipt in, over your phone, and that's how you got in. And it worked. Now it wasn't ideal. Um, you know, you do have to have your car battery on for two hours, and that might kill some people's cars. <laughs> you know, some uh, have the old speakers that you didn't have to have your car on. Others used uh, radio. Um, some of them I used to because my before I got Prius, um, I just you, I just had a portable radio, and I would dial it to the AM station to pick up the and left my car off because there's no way I was leaving my car battery on, running for four hours for a double feature. That's a good idea. That's a good way of doing it. Just get a little speaker that has um, radio and just do it that way instead of burning your gas for two hours, which is really bad environmental. <laughs> I just had a, just a little portable radio, and I just hung it from my rearview mirror. Because I was sitting in the driver's seat, so it didn't interfere with me seeing. Now, I had to move it when I took people with me because they bitched because they couldn't see. <laughs> but, hey, no plan is perfect. So, maybe drive-ins come back, at least temporarily. Um, you know, obviously drive-ins have their problems, too. You know, if you don't have a car. <laughs> I know. Uh, Another uh well, if you didn't have a car, it wouldn't be safe. Yeah. But there's been some talk of um, there's some places that do uh, what they call uh, mobile theaters where you can get an inflatable screen. You can get them on Amazon pretty cheap, you know, under a few hundred dollars by cheap. You're not having to pay thousands and thousands of dollars for it. Uh, and you can use a projector. Heck, if you bought one of those Halloween projectors that 
you know, at Lowe's or something or Christmas projectors, you can run a movie through the most of them. So you could um, pop some speakers on, set up a screen, and people can park their car. You could do it in a lot of small towns do it in the summer. This could be an idea. You know, just talk to your local government about because they may they may these days they want to make sure people are social distancing and keeping safe and they may go for you doing something like this to safely entertain people i know my local government does summer uh in the park and their park they do old movies and you know that's something they do but i don't know if they can do it this year obviously now um they need to figure out how to take care of their citizens or their residents uh more important than watch movies but yeah, this isn't a high priority for them right now. Yeah, um, but it might be the future. It might, it might be at least a way to get, you know, by until things get better. Town is trying to deal with the homeless problem acerbated by jackass landlords throwing people out who lost their jobs. I know um, Animal Draft House had, like, some drive-ins, but there weren't drive-ins. And they would have, like, a pool, and they would show, like, Jaws. They'd make it an event. That might be how movie theaters really, you know, movie theaters have been experimenting with events for a long time. They've had the D-Box, they have the 4DX, you know, trying to make it more than just, you know, watching a, a movie in a bigger screen than you have at home. So that might be the way to get back people. You know, we talked this before, 3D is a way to get people to come out because if you have great 3D, you know, you may not get a 3D Blu-ray of it and... You know, you may have a once-a-lifetime opportunity to watch it, and and uh, and uh, if and and since most t- television uh, production companies aren't making 3D t- televisions anymore, a good if you want to watch 3D at home, you can go with uh, virtual reality. Yeah, virtual reality. You know, we have you're basically in a virtual theater. Might be something that comes up. Maybe Sony buys this theaters and you know has this set up. There's we're in a weird, unprecedented time where we don't know if these movies we talked about, these Disney movies, will come out. I'm assuming Disney knows for sure that maybe some of these will come out. Some of these may just get canceled altogether, depending on development and how much money they spent. Yeah, we don't even know. I mean, like I said. Um, big business guys are speculating that Apple is going to buy Disney. I mean, I've been hearing that for about six months now. And in the last two months, it's been a fever pitch. Who knows? So, yeah. I remember years ago hearing, did you hear Disney wants to buy Fox? And people said, nah, never happened. Well, we are now living in the post- uh, Disney owns Fox World. So we never know what's going to happen. Just uh, stay, you know, stay subscribed. We're going to try to do podcasts on a regular basis of what we can. But, I mean, obviously we can't review things if they don't come out. And, you know, we (laughs) – so – And I will get – and I will eventually get to some discs, and I will be doing some stuff. And they'll be – I won't make them too long. I'll try to not ramble too much, and uh, I'll send him over to um, Adolf here, and 
he'll post them eventually. We'll get some stuff. Up. We're going to try. <laughs> we're going to try to find ways to give you content. One way or another, we're, you know, we're going to try. We're going to give us, you know, it, we're going to try to make this lemon into lemonade. And uh, we're going to see what we can do. But, you know, unless you see a podcast feed saying this is the end of the website, last podcast, we're going to continue on. But for now, we're going to continue on. And we're going to try to give you content. It may not be as a regular basis. You may not get weekly podcasts. But you may get them every month. We'll, we'll we'll do what we can, you know. So, yeah, that's basically it for this Disney delayed podcast. Anything else you want to say, Jake, real quick? No, I think that's. I think we've rambled on enough. All right. Remember to use your lube and to. <laughs> yeah, wash your hands. Not with lube. <laughs> lube will help. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and stay and, and either stay six feet from people or or beca- or go six feet under your choice. Uh, trust the scientists. You may not want to trust your politicians, but trust the scientists. Yeah. All right, that's it for us. Bye. Bye. Before this podcast wraps up, I want to thank my patrons. Thank you, Kano3D and Mr. Bingo5 for your financial support on Patreon.com. So that's going to be it for this podcast. Thanks for listening. You can find 3D or 2D on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, and more. Just look for 3D or 2D. Links are in the info box. If you want to send us listener mail, our email address is email 3D or 2D at gmail.com. Thank you for either listening or watching this podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye, everyone.